Welcome back, everyone, to episode 13 of Banter, I Hardly Know Her. On today's episode, we're going to be doing the first ever banter movie breakdown, which means we're basically going to go through a movie piece by piece and talk about what we love about it, what we don't like, um, some fun facts, maybe just kind of basically giving you a detailed overview of our opinions of the movie and making it as as entertaining as possible. Today, we're doing Frozen. And we're back. Once again. I just want you guys to know, I just followed the uh, Chaco Instagram page while sitting here, and Perry just looked at me with pure disappointment. So It is, it is quite disappointing. But why? Uh, Barry, I think <laughs> I, I think we should just as much be driving, be striving to be sponsored by Chacos as we are striving to be sponsored by Body Armor. I disagree wholeheartedly. They're literally. The it's same. not. It's not. Stay humble. Stay hungry. Wait. It's not. Stay hungry. Stay humble. Stay Chacos. No, but Chacos keep you humble and hungry because they're hiking shoes. Okay, but. They're not really hiking shoes, but they really are. That's no, no, no. They're, they're like they're like trail, no, 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 no. They're trail walking shoes. They're creek walking shoes. Okay, yeah. You but, tell me what tennis shoes you're gonna take in a creek or sandals for but, that matter. But if you're actually hiking, you would need closed-toed shoes. Like if you're hiking like nah. up a mountain, don't Perry you would the, scratch your feet up so bad. Perry, the only reason I didn't wear my chacos when we were hiking in Maine is because it was freezing nads outside, and because the, the like rocks were wet. You would have fell to your death. Well, yeah, but it would... And I would have been sad, but slightly less sad because it would have been an I told you so moment. As long as you bury me in my Chacos. Ugh. Gross. At least they're not Burks. (laughs) I kind of want a pair. Please don't get Burks. If I got a pair of Burks, they would be fake. Fake Burks. That way I'm not spending the money. Yeah, but why would you want Burks? Why not? Because they have no purpose. Like, people that tell me they're comfortable, like, okay... Are they? I, I don't know. I feel like they're probably not. Maybe they are. Are they more comfortable than regular, like, flip-flops or slides? Probably not, because they look like you're walking on a wooden board. Are they attractive? Absolutely not. Not close. Uh, kind of. No, they're not. A little bit. They're, they're brown, like, it's like you, I don't know. They're really growing. It's like them. you made a shoe out of a loincloth. Here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was once anti-Chaco all throughout high school, and then I caved and got a pair. And my life was changed. And you so got I, a pair? Uh, Finally. <laughs> I just gestured to swing at him. But I think birds are coming around to me. I'm probably not going to buy them because they're really expensive, but I'd definitely buy a fake pair. Like, why would you get a pair of $100 flip-flops that don't even look good? I mean, they don't look bad. These are hot opinions flying out of my mouth today. They kind of look... I mean, our friend Dylan swears by them being super comfortable. Yeah, but Dylan is like one of the most, like pro doing what's in people that I've met. But that doesn't mean it's not comfortable. No, it doesn't. But that also doesn't mean that I that it's possible that he wants them to be really comfortable. I mean, I'm also, no offense to the women listening, I'm not going to, I don't feel comfortable listening to what they think about them because I think they're just going to wear them anyway. Probably. Like, like a, let's be honest, I feel like girls wear uncomfortable shoes all the time. Oh, yeah. Like heels? Yep. Does anyone have, but like, but, like, they take them off, like, as soon as they're in the reception of a wedding, they're off for the rest of the wedding. Yeah, I never understood that. Yeah. I think it's almost like a you-have-to-wear-heels-to-a-wedding kind of thing, or maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe on our next episode, when Callie comes in, we should ask her about, like, 
shoe comfort. Maybe. But as it is now, we've spent like three minutes talking about Chacos, Burks, and women's women's shoe wear, footwear. Did you just lump Chacos and Burks into women's footwear? No, that's why I said three different things. Hmm. I said Chacos, Burks, and women's footwear. Okay, just making sure. Uh Uh-huh. Russ is about to flip. I almost threw this podcast out the window. Ah, the irony. Okay, let's let's talk about okay. something else. Well, this is episode 13, which is... Lucky number 13? Lucky number 13, right? And we are we are calling it the Hunter Renfro episode. Oh, you bet we are. Who, if you guys didn't know, Hunter Renfro, former walk-on wide receiver. Walk-on. Walk-on at Clemson University, which is like basically one of the wide receiver universities of this decade. And, you know, with... DeAndre Hopkins mm-hmm. and Sammy, Sammy Watkins, Watkins, Martavis Bryant, um, you know, uh, they had Dwayne Allen, a tight end, um, Mike, Mike Williams Mike from Williams. the Chargers. Yeah. So just, and Deion Kane, who just got cut by the Colts, I was really sad about. Mm. And Hunter Renfro has now and added Hunter to the Renfro. list. And he got drafted. He Well, first of all, he was, he had like two amazing title games against the, yeah. against Bama. The first one they lost, but he had like, Two touchdowns in. Mm-hmm. Second one they won, and he had the game-winning touchdown, touchdown. Which he with, deserved. With one second on the clock, or, you know. Mm-hmm. An incredible moment. Uh, I think that was probably the happiest I've ever been for a college football game probably. in my life. Not close. Maybe not. Maybe even college game, because... Well, what about the one where you watched Clemson beat Ohio State? That was awesome, but, Ohio like... Ohio State fans. That was great, but also it was 31-0. <laughs> so, like, I was... I was it was more like a prolonged happiness that game because gotcha. I was just happy after we gotcha. Were, gotcha. after we knew that they had absolutely nothing on us. Um, but yeah, Hunter Renfro's in the in the NFL now, playing pretty well. But uh, speaking of Ohio State, man, don't you really want them to just keep playing really, really well so that they can all get so like full of themselves about how good they are and then get smashed by one of the three, uh, by one of LSU, Alabama, or Clemson when it when it comes time. I don't think Alabama's going to be an option. Possibly not, but I, I mean, they only lost by five to LSU. I think they still got a good chance of... I mean, they're not going to be in the SEC title game. That's kind of a big deal. Yeah, it is. Unless LSU tanks. It is, it is a big deal. That is a big deal. But if they went out, they got a shot. Because Penn State has lost a game now. They're yeah. pretty much out. Yeah. Unless they went out and beat Ohio State. But, is Minnesota... I think what, Minnesota's got to win out, which requires beating Ohio State. What if it happens, though? That'd be whack. But what if that happens and Ohio State might not be in? That's fine. Probably. I'm fine with that. Right. So this is what I'm saying. That's what I'm yeah, actually Yeah, that would be playing. awful. That's what I'm actually That would be awful for me. I mean, I mean, I'd love Ohio State to lose, but I would love them to lose in the playoff by 30 again because that is... No, no. That makes me feel great about... No, I don't even want them there. I don't either, but, like, it's more embarrassing for to them not to make be, it. To, no, I think it's more embarrassing for them to be like, yes, we're the best team, we're number one, we're going to win it, and then lose by 30... To a team that they thought they were better than. No, but, it's more embarrassing to lose to a program that's been mad to bad for the last five, eight years. Yeah, I mean, sure, but they that program is still nine and zero right now. Right. I don't think it'd be embarrassing. They're gonna get point. beat by. They're probably gonna get. If they're gonna get beat, they're gonna get beat by an undefeated team. Probably. Well, unless it's Penn State. You think that Minnesota has a better chance of beating them than Penn State? <laughs> yeah, probably. Maybe so. Where's it at? Is it at Penn State or is that Ohio? State? I don't even know. Let's I don't see Ohio check. State. Ever losing at home again, <laughs> to be frank. Yeah, that game yesterday was incredibly... It's, at Ohio, it's at Ohio State. At Ohio State. So. State. Um, two weeks. I'm going to go with I'm right. You're probably right. 
Ohio State does look unbeatable right now, but I think they're going to get beat by either LSU or I don't think they look unbeatable. I think LSU looks unbeatable. They looked pretty darn good. They, honestly, they just moved the ball almost whatever they wanted, it seems. I think it's incredible that, I mean, I know that it doesn't matter for Clemson because as long as they win out, they're going to be in the playoff. It's going to work itself out. mm -hmm. But I know the ACC is awful. I know that they their best win was A and M by they won I think by fourteen but they were there was a touchdown scored that A and M scored with literally like four seconds on the clock so that they basically won twenty four to three but but yeah so they give them zero respect even though last year they had, they had basically the same thing happen where they went undefeated in a terrible conference mm-hmm. but then won both of their playoff games by thirty pretty much. Um, and yeah, that they've won twenty four straight games now. I think, and, and they still get not enough respect to, to, to get in. You know, over Penn State or over Alabama, who hadn't hadn't played anybody either. Alabama had more respect than Clemson for not having played anybody. Well, that's because it's Alabama. Yeah, and the SEC is technically better. Well, and we lost, or and we only won by one to North Carolina, which is basically a loss <laughs> almost. Uh, so that was that was not ideal. But yeah. since then, they've won every game by. four. 49-plus, I think, something like that. Yeah, they look really good. They, Trevor Lawrence They've really started good. looking really good. But Has Tank for Tua turned into bomb for Burrow? I would rather have Joe Burrow. Yeah. Do you know that Joe Burrow is older than Lamar Jackson? Wow. Crazy. Yeah. Lamar Jackson's a youngin'. 19, 20? What? I don't know. He's got to be 20, right? Yeah, probably. I, th- I mean, you brought up the stats, so I thought you would know. No, I didn't know the age. I just saw the oh. sentence somewhere. Well... Hey, we didn't give Hunter, Lamar Jackson. Let's not forget one more thing about Hunter Renfro okay. since this is his episode. He has more touchdowns at this point this year than your boy. Oh, he's not my boy. Okay, well, boy on your team. He's, that's not my. That's not my team. Okay. That's just my quarterback. Right, but your quarterback is the one that's responsible for the stat. Whoa, I don't think so. Okay, we'll say the stat. I think Freddie Kitchens is one of the ones in charge for this stat. Hunter Renfro at this point in the year has more touchdowns than OBJ. Than OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr., which is. And, and I mean that's awesome, but I, part of it is because uh, I believe Baker has seven touchdowns this year, something like that. Seven touchdown passes to like eleven or twelve interceptions. Um, I think it's more than that. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas Derek Carr has like fourteen touchdown passes, so you know, hey, there's still time. There's plenty of time. There's I mean, it's, it's going to be tough for them to make the playoffs. Oh, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. It's but, funny because I I want to I'm gonna put a re- rewind right here of like episode like two or three or oh, one or whatever it was definitely four. You're what what, what, what I said they're gonna say? win the NFC North. Yeah, you're like you're NFC North or NFC North champion <laughs> Browns. There's still a chance. There's two. They're two and six. They gotta win out. Yeah, if they win out, they'll be ten and six. They, that's you got a shot. But then they'd have to then they'd have to hope the Ravens tank pretty much. Ra- tank. Ravens are six and two. But they're five and three. Fact check. Oh, I know they beat the Patriots, didn't they? Yeah, they did. The Ravens are six and two. So essentially, you have to hope the Ravens, who already have basically have a have a have the tiebreaker on the Browns, it'd be tough to lose that. I mean, it's possible, but because the Browns have already played five. Uh, no wait, how many division games have the Browns played? Uh, no, I'm not worried about that stuff. But that's big. Either way, the Ravens would basically have to lose five of their last eight. Can totally happen. And the Browns would have to win out. Can totally happen. Can it? Yeah. Let's look at the Ravens' schedule. They could lose to the Texans and the Rams. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. They're not losing today. So that would mean they'd have to lose five of their last, because they're up 21 3 on the Bengals right now. 
That means they would have to lose five of their last seven. So mm-hmm. they'd have to lose to the Texans, to the Rams. That's both possible. And the Niners. To the Niners. Both po- all three of those possible. And the Bills. Bills. That's n- possible. I guess at the Bills. So four tough games after that. But then you got the Jets, the Browns, and and the Steelers. So basically, what I'm seeing is is we got to have four losses in a row. In a row. A Browns team that's on fire. Um, beat, and, lose the Browns and lose the Steelers. And a flop between the Jets and the Steelers somewhere in there. I, I, lo- I still love Baker. I'm it's just wor- so- hey, listen. It's just a sophomore <laughs> slump. Sophomore slump, sure. Mm-hmm. We have done absolutely nothing for 12 um, minutes. No, yeah, we haven't. So we should pick our games before, yeah, we, we, before we bring in a surprise guest star uh, of whom you guys will love. So right now. Right now. As I'm speaking. Right now. At, at this very moment, there's football games being played. Yes. Um, of week 10. So, with that being said, you are now, I believe, let me double check, what do you think, only one game back from me, and you're 17-9 and I'm 18-8. and eight. I'm kind of a big deal, Perry. So, you're coming back. You're making the charge. First game of next week, week 11 in the NFL, Steelers-Browns. Yes. On Thursday night. Those on Browns we Thursday were talking about. Thursday night. Thursday night. Here's <laughs> in prime time, Wes, in case you hadn't... In re- prime time. In case you didn't know that we're talking about you prime know, time. You know, here's what I feel bad about... <laughs> On paper, if you were to look at this on, like, week one, this should have been a good game. Should have been. But it's kind of a garbage game. Yeah. But. But. The Browns, they are going to, they're going to win that game. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Okay. What's the key of that game? What's the key? Yep. Um, Baker not throwing three picks. <laughs> yeah. OBJ being open. The defense. Not they got to find their offense, man. Let's be honest. They got to find their offense. So here, here's what Freddy we got. Fire Freddy Kitchens. Currently, the Browns are playing the Bills. Second quarter, they're down 7-6. This game is huge to me, I think. And I think the Browns are going to have a good second half here. I'm hope I'm banking on this fact. The Browns have a good second half. They find their offense. Mm-hmm. They put up 25 points in but this game. They can. And they're going to carry that momentum in and beat the Steelers. Oh, so you're, I'm with wait, you. I'm Harry, with you. are you picking the Browns I with me? I am picking the Browns. He's only, he's only doing this so that I don't... Cut, cut into his lead. No, I just, I wanted to pick the Steelers, but I am okay. currently in in uh, a bad relationship with the Steelers after they beat us. Last I've week. always been in a bad after relationship with the Steelers. <laughs> also, yeah, that too. Who hates? Who likes the Steelers? Nobody. Nice. Uh, moving on. Sunday night, Bears versus Rams should have been a great game, but the problem is one team has Mitch Trubisky doesn't have a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, has Mitch Trubisky a I quarterback. Think, I'm gonna go Rams. I'm gonna say the the Bears have 50 yards of offense. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say this is a 30, 31 to 10 game Rams win. Probably yeah. Yeah. And and, and that, after this game, Chase Daniel starts the next one. And that touchdown. For the Bears is either a pick six <laughs> or a f- kick return. Oh no no no! They're scoring. It's a passing touchdown with two minutes to go in a, in a oh, garbage, yeah, time. garbage <laughs> time. All the backups in. Um, all right, so we're both on the same page there. I think we're probably gonna be on the same page as the la- and the last one as well. Monday night, Chiefs at Chargers. Oh, it's at Chargers. Yep. I'm still waiting on the Chargers to start playing well, but I've got the Chiefs. Patty yeah. Holmes. I mean, I want to pick different so I can start beating you, but yeah. I can't. <laughs> not not next week. We'll we have more. We have a few more weeks to go. Maybe maybe uh, maybe a different week. We all we're on the same page this week. See what happens. Um, but yeah, cool. That's the NFL games for this week. Go sports. All right. Uh, well, before we move on, real quick, I just want to say, if you have been listening to the pod since day one, we love you. Thank you very much. If you have been listening to the pod since day this exact day, mm-hmm. but you binge the whole thing, yeah, that's awesome as well. And we want to give everyone a chance to win something really, 
really pretty awesome. Really special. Really, really special. Mm-hmm. You know, just like me, I, I think I'm pretty special. You're something. <laughs> You're not as special as 2K. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so basically, this episode's coming out. On Tuesday. On Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Pod coming out. <laughs> on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. The following day is a Wednesday. A Wednesday. We're going to be doing a giveaway on Instagram for the chance to win one of two banter, I hardly know where, water bottles. Uh, Does that mean there's two winners? There will be two winners. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Two winners. And it's going to be a pretty simple, pretty simple giveaway. Um, We're going to post an Instagram post about it. A post. A post with the details on how to win. The details. How to play. All you have to do is make sure you are following the Banter I Hardly Know or Instagram page. Yes. You have to like the post mm-hmm. and you have to comment the names of two of your friends that don't follow the that pod. That don't follow the pod that you think would be interested in listening to some banter I Hardly Know her, and boom, you're automatically entered, entered. in the, the giveaway. Yes. Yes. And who doesn't want free stuff? Yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and... You can enter as many times as you want if you want to just keep, you know. Oh, like two new people every yeah, time? Yeah, just another comment, boom, two new people, another comment, boom, two new people. You can enter as many times as you want if you really want that water bottle and try, try to stay hydrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it's maybe, nice. maybe I should have mentioned. It's a, it's a, it's got the kind of our alternate logo, not like our one that you've seen on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. It's got a logo that uh, basically emphasizes our catchphrase of... Stay hungry, stay humble, stay hydrated. <laughs> yeah, so stay hungry, stay humble, stay hydrated. There's a cool logo on it with the with the three H's. Yes, it's metal. Metal. It's uh, aluminum, actually. Aluminium. Uh, got a pretty cool snap lid. So you guys should be interested in it because I use it every single day to carry my water and stay hydrated. Your water. Yeah. Ah, good eye. Yeah, H two O. Yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Um. Cool. So definitely, uh, definitely do that. Please do that. Please do that. So be looking out for that giveaway on Instagram. It's gonna be huge. It's gonna be big next week. Um, and yeah, like ima- imagine like the three biggest sporting events in your life mm-hmm. plus your birthday, and it's yep. bigger than that. So that'll be rolling from Wednesday to what, like Sunday? Sure. Yeah, Sunday. I don't know. And then we'll... I mean, the Lord gives on Sundays. Absolutely. So so, so do we. The Lord also gives every other day as well. And so do we. So do we. If you listen to us on any other day. Yep. Yep. Cool. So do that. We're stoked about it. And you know what else we're stoked about, Wes? Our next guest. Our our guest coming to the podcast to talk about Frozen. Frozen. We'll be right back with him in just a second. All right, everybody. Uh, with me today, I have a special guest. His name is we Zane. Have a special guest. <laughs> we have a special guest. His name is Zane C. Weber. Zane, how are you doing? I'm doing just great. <laughs> <laughs> All the way from uh, Brisbane, right? Yeah, Brisbane, Australia. Oh, so, so cool. it's a it's a it's a it's a hot hot place here. <laughs> Wish I could say the same. same. (laughs) It's like 35 right now. It's 35 here as well, but Celsius. Celsius. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, so Zane, I I discovered Zane um, through his podcast, Disney vs. Disney Debates, which I suggest you guys go check out. But big fan of 
Disney movies, and he runs a lot of different podcasts um, coming out of his podcast network. So, Zane, uh, what kind of uh, stuff, what kind of different podcasts are you um, hosting, and, and uh, why should people check out your podcast? Yeah, well, uh, the, the, the most fun one, I think, is Disney vs. Disney Debates, where we basically get people to represent different Disney movies and then debate against each other and to figure out which is the best movie Disney movie ever made. I'm the grand master on that one, mm-hmm. so I have to take all the flack for the poor choices that I make. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I also run That's Not Canon, which is a an independent network so it's more of a like a collective of podcasts and so i host a few on there and then i help other people get their podcasts up and running as well yeah that's pretty awesome but yeah <laughs> we're excited to excited to have you on and excited to talk some frozen thrilled yeah <laughs> well you did not sound thrilled there <laughs> Try to... sorry whenever you said frozen my mind instantly went to the current weather that we're living in uh... <laughs> and then i got upset uh... well uh i mean frozen 2 is coming out what like is it twenty second? Twenty second, I believe. Today's the yeah, not too far away today's now. The, today's the tenth, so yeah. I mean, by the time this is out, um, it's gonna be right around the corner. It's crazy. Yeah, it looks like an epic. It does look like it. it's gonna be huge. I don't know. I mean, maybe we can save at the end some uh, some predictions for Frozen Two, but uh, we gotta we got a, a lot of of stuff to get into with Frozen here. Yeah. <laughs> so with that being said, I guess uh, we'll just start where the movie starts. The beginning. That's where most movies start. Here. That is where most movies start. I mean, I'm, we haven't done this before. This is our first uh, episode that is a banter, banter movie, movie breakdown, breakdown, is what we're calling it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I guess we're just going to go right into it. Um, and I just start with, the movie starts out with uh, with a great song. The, what are they called? The Vule, I think a Vuley song. Are you familiar with the song, Zane? Uh, I'm familiar with the song. It's usually one of the ones I skip on the uh, soundtrack, though, because it's hard to sing along to. <laughs> True, because <laughs> it's in a different language, yes, I believe. Indeed, it's definitely not English. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what language it is, but uh, Scandinavian, I'd assume. Some kind. Yeah, of... I think it's Norwegian. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Norwegian speakers, um, I'm sure they drool over that song. Um, <laughs> but honestly, uh, that song is really catchy, and and it turns into like it's kind of you know it's while all the snow is like the snowflakes are falling on the screen, and you're introing, and and that song kind of turns into the theme song for all of Frozen, as it I believe it gets played before all the Frozen like the rides, the short. Uh, like oh. the Olaf's Frozen Adventure. Um, it gets played before um, the show in Hollywood Studios in Orlando. Um, so I think that that song actually kind of turned into the theme song. Yeah, absolutely. You can you can hear it kind of throughout whenever they're in like really snowy places. Uh, it, the kind of cold, it brings it back in. Um, I, I just think it's really interesting that they introduce uh, before they introduce either of the princesses, they introduce uh, the little kid um, and his reindeer. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, he's, they are better. 
He's is he the first? No, he's not the first character you see. You see those uh, ice farmers first, right? Okay, but are they really? They're, they're extras. <laughs> are yeah, they're extras. Yeah, you never really see their faces. <laughs> yeah, you just see them swinging a big old axe, and then Frozen Heart starts. So you got back to back kind of songs jumping into it. And then and always cutting these impossibly square chunks of ice. Yeah, and also I wouldn't be comfortable cutting cutting chunks of ice off of a frozen lake. That's just, yeah, that seem, you're standing on. Yeah, it doesn't seem correct at all. <laughs> but they come out and they're like like two feet thick. So <laughs> right, that, that would make me a little more comfortable. I don't know. I just feel like it would crack. Right? You would think they're professionals. They know what they're doing. <laughs> they sell ice. They sell ice. <laughs> Honestly, they, they messed up somewhere in the system. I'm amazed though how like it's like perfectly clear ice, and I I'm curious if ice would be ice from a frozen lake would be perfectly clear. Well, like I that. think you know everything up there is cleaner than it is down here. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> and this is way back before any industrialization, so <laughs> that's true. Yeah, nothing to to contaminate it, and no microplastics in that ice. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. I mean, in Arendelle, you never see any cars or anything, so I mean, probably because they it's well. Isn't it, if it's canon, that it's the same time as Tarzan. That's right. I have heard that. Uh, yeah. That supposedly. Um, so it would be late 1800s, I supposedly would Supposedly Tarzan is their brother, right? Of, of Anna yeah, and Elsa. Yeah, yeah. What? According to like, so there was like a, there was like a theory that kind of went out. And then I think it was like the Carlin brothers who maybe, I don't know if they came up with it or if they just posted it on YouTube. But then the director of Frozen actually, like, confirmed it. Are you familiar with that? Yeah. So, so be, the shipwreck that the, that the parents uh, die in in the beginning of Frozen is apparently the same shipwreck that Tarzan uh, comes oh. from. Yeah. No, I, and so... <laughs> part of me thinks that the director was just trying to play along. I don't know. If that, that's what, probably not what they had in mind, but... Perhaps. <laughs> I've heard, like, a theory that they were uh, Rapunzel's and uncle too yeah that's for them the other easter egg that we see when we uh we'll, we'll get to the that point but when we're at the coronation <laughs> the day cameo yeah yeah but uh looks like 1839 supposedly right um, yeah, yeah we'll take their word for it yeah we'll, we'll go with that we'll say that's accurate <laughs> um so then we kind of move on we got uh, so frozen heart happens another kind of banger honestly uh and you meet Kristoff and sven Kristoff. Kristoff is already <laughs> an ice farmer I feel like Kristoff doesn't have a family. Is that confirmed? I, I assume, but then... Or is his dad out there? Well, so, like, you assume that, like, his dad must be an ice farmer, right? Right. Or else how would he become an ice farmer? Because he's already... But he does get adopted yeah. by the trolls. He does get adopted by the trolls. Yeah, so, like... Yeah. So maybe his maybe between the time that Frozen Heart happens and he gets adopted, maybe... Also, like, he did, just, he, did he just I don't know, get adopted out. and start his own ice business, or...? Okay, I don't know about that one. That... <laughs> well, we never see him with them again. That's true. You never see them again. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. That's tough. Hmm. Uh, Must be heartbreaking for him. But we do get into after Frozen Heart. We kind of jump into wait. The hang palace. on. Can we talk about Frozen Heart for a second? Oh yeah, sure. Did you did you know? Have you seen all the symbolism in that song? No. It says like beware the Frozen Heart. It talks about all the beauty it does, and then talks about the pain it can cause and the destruction it can cause. Are you talking about like the lyrics from yeah. Frozen Heart? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very definitely foreshadowing. It's extremely foreshadowing. <laughs> So it's cut through the heart, cold and clear. Uh, see the beauty, sharp and sheer. Split the ice apart and break the frozen heart. Watch your step. Beautiful, powerful, dangerous, cold. Ice has magic, can't be controlled. Stronger yeah. than one, stronger than ten, stronger than a hundred men. Man. That's right. See? 
It's yeah. whack. Okay, so definitely I should have paid more attention to that when I watched it the first time, and then yep. I wouldn't have been so shocked. But let's be honest, who, who likes music more, me or you? Uh, you. Yeah, so are we surprised? <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, so then Frozen Heart plays. Is that all you want to say about yeah, Frozen Heart? Okay, okay, no. That was, that, that was my two cents. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next thing we see is Anna jumping on Elsa, right, in the in waking her up. Which actually, fun fact, was inspired by um, I read online that Becky Breeze, Becky Breezy, I think is her name. She like basically videoed her kids for like, you know, off and on for weeks to just watch how they interact. And that she saw one day like her one of her kids jumped on top of uh, another one of her kids to like wake them up, and that was the inspiration for that scene. Oh, that's cute. That's something that Disney does a lot. Is that they are. Uh... They take real life references and turn them into animation. Yeah, because I know I know that they 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 literally went and like played in the snow for two days, and, yeah. and they and they and they dressed some poor woman up in this big big uh, hoop skirt to trudge through the snow. That's <laughs> just, awesome. Just 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 to um, get it all all correct in the Disney way. Yeah, honestly, that's what separates Disney animation from tons of other studios that make you know decent movies but like these just come across as way more authentic uh mm. for that reason yeah absolutely so then after they wake up uh anna kind of is encouraging elsa to like you know they want to go play in the snow she uh you know you want to build a snowman and then so they go play in the snow and and this you're introduced to elsa's ice powers yes indeed which are kind of kind of op yeah honestly <laughs> yeah yeah really like what can't she do <laughs> you just i don't know you're just kind of flung into this like uh to this point you know three minutes in the movie you have no idea that this is going to be a magical movie <laughs> and then all of a sudden she's flinging ice everywhere like she's frozen <laughs> she's the she's, um, the she's the og wait maybe they're related maybe they're related. i don't think so there's other things uh <laughs> that i would say that's probably not the case I'll shout out another podcast called um, Film Reroll. They uh, they take films and they they kind of play a role playing game through them, uh, and they usually end up going in very different directions to the film. But they did Frozen, and yes, Elsa's ice powers are super overpowered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would love to see like a like Elsa put into like a um, one of those like old uh, fighting video games, like uh, what was it like Sega versus Capcom or something like that? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, if you put Elsa in there, man, unbeatable. What were th- I know this is gonna jump forward a second. Whatever they're like going after her. What were they thinking? Like, did they think we yeah. could win? <laughs> I don't know, but that's that's way in front. Sorry, but we'll I'm... get there. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll try to keep it on some kind of a in order chronologically rather than jumping around. But uh, what was the Duke of Wesselton thinking? The Duke of Wesselton. We'll get there. We'll get there. Well, plenty for the Duke. <laughs> But we do get introduced in this scene. We get introduced to Olaf. That's right. We do that's right. Inanimate in, Olaf. Yeah, inanimate Olaf. I guess I didn't think much of him at the time. The first time I watched it. I mean, when I saw him make it, I'm like, ah, oh, there he is. Uh, but yes, Anna is injured in this in this scene, um, and it's it's kind of intense. She gets bopped right in the head, right, and yeah, then she does, and she falls down in the snow, and they, you know, immediately, immediately, her dad pulls out a book and is like, we gotta go see trolls. <laughs> So that's convenient. I wonder how that kind of came to well, be. Well, he was the king. I feel like he had to know a lot about the surrounding area. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's, it's I good mean, that if someone there, did. If there's, troll, if there's trolls around in that mass number, you're probably going to know they're there. 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so then they go to the trolls. And, and so this is where it gets even even weirder, I think, because these trolls are like walking, moving stones with, you know, that are living. And, and at this point, like, you know, you, you start thinking that this is totally normal, you know, f- magic and trolls and whatever. <laughs> but as you get going, you realize that nobody else knows magic is, exists. Yeah, but yeah. then they're totally cool about trolls, <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> well, although maybe not everyone knows about the trolls because, once again, jumping in, Anna's super freaked out when he's just talking to quote unquote rocks. Yeah, that's valid. So I don't know. So they meet the trolls. Maybe they're like protected by the government. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> for their their conspiracy, the king is is conspiring to keep them a secret for their own protection. Yeah, that that's the Arendelle Area Fifty One <laughs> where they keep the trolls. <laughs> Gotta be, because if everyone knew the trolls existed, then they would try to use their, like, magic powers for themselves. <laughs> and especially if they're love doctors. <laughs> and if they're love doctors. Um, <laughs> so moving forward, yeah, they take Anna to the trolls. They fix it. And you meet Grandpappy. He says, basically, that the heart, it's, it's you know, it's lucky that she got hit in the head. Because the head is easily manipulated, which is kind of a funny, <laughs> kind of funny line if you look back at it later. <laughs> But the heart is not so easily changed as his foreshadowing. So the trolls uh, do this. Kristoff and Sven are witnessing it, mm-hmm. which turns out to be a big deal. But yeah, then Grandpappy uh, erases all Im- all memories of magic. And that makes her okay. Which mm-hmm. is a question I have. Zane, have you wondered the same thing? Um, I mean, I think he heals her. And then also removes all memory of magic. Okay. Right. Uh I think it's so. I think it's two separate steps because I think her father suggests it, doesn't he? Okay. I don't know. I mean, maybe I think I didn't catch that part. It, it sounded kind of like he was like, "Yeah, go ahead and do that." After the tr- the, the the troll suggested it, like he was kind of worried, you know, that Elsa would have problems with it in the future. So he's like, "All right, I'll remo- remove all memories of magic." But I just don't <laughs> like when I look at the when I watch the movie over and over. I'll just question why removing all memories of magic would make it more safe oh i think it's just to keep the secret because she's a little girl she probably Uh, can't keep it a secret okay that makes sense maybe yeah but she already knew about the powers before and she was a little girl doesn't sound like she talks and elsa was just spraying snow and ice around inside that night like (laughs) the (laughs) i the cleaning staff must have just come into like a flooded room and just assumed that a window was left open I guess. Yeah, that would have been strange. I wonder if she... Because she, she can't, like, just remove the snow at this point, probably. I don't know. That's a, that is, I didn't think about that. Because she hasn't discovered... Okay, we'll get there. <laughs> don't want to jump that far. That's literally, like, the last part of the movie. Um, but, yeah, so... Trolls. Heal. Heal Anna. Mm-hmm. R- basically erase her memory of Elsa's ice powers entirely. And replace them with other more feasible normal everyday memories <laughs> and then they go into the song do you want to build a snowman? snowman a montage one would say yes she grows up in that yeah. song literally yes it's depressing it where, where, where the parents for some reason just isolate the sisters they just keep them yes. separate yeah not not I'm great like parenting that... no well, why why even let her keep the memories of fun if they're not <laughs> they're not going to be allowed to talk anymore right. yeah just remove the sister entirely from her memory so that yeah. she doesn't know she exists and then just keep that door locked all the time also what i'm wondering is could anna not go play with other kids 
Oh, absolutely. I have no idea why that she doesn't do that. Or are they are they too good for that because they're royalty? I don't know. It's true. You don't see you don't see much of the like the the staff or the or the or the other people in Arendelle until like really until well, I mean later on in the film during yeah. the the coronation. The coronation. Yeah. Like, and well, like whenever the parents die, they mention like cracking down on the staff and then closing the gates. Mm-hmm. But does that mean the gates were open beforehand? And if so, why was no one in there hanging out with this child? Also, Zane, I don't know what the education structure is like in Australia, but here we would just call Anna a homeschooler. <laughs> She's kind of yeah, weird. No, yep. <laughs> Absolutely. She's kind of weird, no social it. life. She talks to pictures on the wall. Homeschooler. <laughs> Hang in there, Joan. Hang in there, Joan. <laughs> I mean, is but is the situation with Elsa different? Because we don't see how Elsa grows up and what she thinks about it, except she's a bit sad. Yeah. No. Yeah, honestly, I... When I watched when we watched this movie the other day and we got to do do one about Snowman, I I don't know, it just it hit me as a as a much more sad song than I remembered, especially with, you know, the whole the, the obviously it's sad when you see the the boat going down and and after that it's like really emotional, but even just before that, like you you kind of start feeling for her at growing up like this and um it kind of it it, uh, it it's competition for Up's first 8 minutes in terms of the the saddest musical montage in Disney canon, even though it's a different studio. Yeah, absolutely. Different kind of sadness, though, I think. Yeah, yeah, true, true. true. (laughs) Not like ball your eyes out kind of sad. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, then we go to Coronation Day, which is a totally different tone than the song. Um, Well, it's, it's... 180 split it was like oh things are so bad and now like everything's better yeah you literally you you cut from that to her waking up uh like wes always wakes up out of bed you know looking like a mess except <laughs> i don't have hair so I can't do that. <laughs> except for his mom uh drooling on his pillow I'm just kidding. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna make you look too bad on perry just watched me while i slept <laughs> we lived together we were roommates for a couple of years we were roommates <laughs> i mean this really, uh, it really changes the compliment when you compliment someone saying they look like a Disney princess. You could just be referring to Anna in this scene. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wes, you look like a Disney princess sometimes. Oh, yeah. stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, but you might also be referring to Tiana as a frog. <laughs> That's <valid>. Correct. Um, <laughs> So then we we kind of like you kind of like pan in I think right before she wakes up maybe and you meet the Duke of Wesselton. Wesselton, Weaseltown, <laughs> Weaseltown. It's Wesselton, um, which is Alan Tudyk, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, he is yep. an absolute legend. He's everywhere and does everything, and everything is great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a huge fan of the movie A Knight's Tale, and oh yeah, he is he's hilarious in that movie, which is one of the few movies where I. Where I was able to put, finally put his face with his voice. Because <laughs> he's usually voicing something else. What else was he a voice for? Because he was voicing something else recent in Disney, oh, right? He's a voice in a million things. Let me was pull he, up. Well, he was, well, he was the weasel in Zootopia, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, yes, that's he was. The, that's the joke, because yeah. he was, the he was uh, they called him, like, the weasel, weaselton or something, Duke, Duke Weaselton, but he was actually... No, they called him Duke Wesselton, but he was, yeah, yeah. But he was Weaselton. But he was actually Weaselton. But he was from... Weaseltown in Zootopia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So totally. And then he was also the robot in Rogue One, I think. Yeah. What? Okay. Disney's got their hooks in him. 
I would say so. He's yeah, he's in Rogue One. Uh, <laughs> Can I be Alan Tudyk? He's the he's the chicken in Moana. Um, <laughs> let's see what else is he in. Um, he's in Wreck It Ralph. What does he do in Wreck It Ralph? He's the uh, is he the king? Uh-uh. Yes, he's King Candy. He's king Candy. Oh. Yeah. Let's see. He's in Zootopia. Big Hero Six. Big Hero and Six. Aladdin. What? Yeah, he's he's everywhere. <laughs> Wait, he's in Dodgeball. What is he? Who is he in Dodgeball? He's the pirate in Dodgeball. No. <gasps> yeah, that's Alan Tudyk. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's the best character. Just change your worldview entirely. Oh, I'm never gonna look at that movie the same. <laughs> Can he start playing pirates in Disney too? <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be awesome. I'm so excited. Oh wow! I just read that uh, the king and queen are actually named King the king, and Frozen. We're back to Frozen. Uh, king Agnar and Queen Iduna. Wow! Didn't know that. I have it pulled up on oh. the Frozen wiki. Uh, that's cool. So yeah, they're they're Gonzo at this point. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we meet Big Sad Duke of Wesselton. Wesselton, and he's to um, his two mutton chop sideburn minion dudes. <laughs> Um, which Munchop Sideburns is a big winner in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they get a lot of screen time. As was the style at the time. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I've tried to make it work in my own uh, facial hair. doesn't doesn't really work nowadays. People think, <laughs> you know, you're Amish or something. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but actually, I read online that the Duke of Wesselton was originally designed to be the royal handler for mm. Elsa and Anna after the parents died, but they kind of shelved that and came back to it and brought back that as a was, villain. That was before uh, Elsa was made the the like a good sister, just yeah, a yeah. sister who's having trouble with her powers when she was going to be the Ice Queen villain. That's right. Um, yeah, man. That, and so where someone movie. had to take that that villain space, shoot him. It's so different if she was a villain. <laughs> I'd be so sad if Idina was a villain. Yeah, but I think from what I heard, the once they like wrote the song, let it go, they were like, okay, this needs to this needs to change. Yeah, Probably. it changed the whole story. That one song. Yeah. All right, such a, that was such a powerful song that I guess it makes sense they had to change it. I, I actually read also that that uh, the Snow Queen uh, Walt first envisioned adapting the Snow Queen into a movie all the way back in thirty seven, which is pretty nuts. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was one of the first ones that he that he wanted to adapt. Well, only uh, what's that? Eighty-two years later. Mm. <laughs> no, well, eighty-two years later, and we're getting Frozen two. Uh, Seventy-seven. Oh, math. You guys can figure that out at home. That's your <laughs> 77, job. Seventy-seven. Yeah, seventy-seven. We'll go with that. Cool. So where are we on now? We're moving on to for the first time in forever. Wes, how do you feel about that song? That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your insight. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's it's just once more proof that she's a homeschooler. <laughs> That's valid. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I kind of feel bad for her because she's obviously an extrovert that never got to thrive. Yeah, that's so true. And, and it's also, you know, we uh, we get to see a princess, a Disney princess for the first time doing things that Disney princesses haven't done in the past during this song, which is like eat a bunch of chocolate and talk about flatulence. Uh, <laughs> so... That turned out. Oh yeah, they're, de- they're definitely going for the lovable goof. Yeah, uh, they nailed it. One. Oh yeah, it makes her very lovable. Also, who knew Kristen Bell could sing? Hmm, what else know. has she done? Because I know she has. I, has she done any Broadway? I should know this. This is my thing. I should know what Kristen Bell has done. 
I'm sorry, I'm letting the team down. All right, Kristen Bell. Let's see. Oh, so she made her Broadway debut in 2001 in The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. Oh. So acting, mostly. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then uh, in the revival of The Crucible. Oh, really? I'm not familiar yeah. with that. The Crucible? Yeah. It's like witch hunting. Gotcha. It's the... Uh, it's the it's the, the the allegory for the McCarthy trials. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think uh, she was in the Good Place, which is just like your typical, you know, Monday night sitcom. Which I mean, it's still going, in, right? <laughs> she provided a voice for Astro Boy, or in the movie Astro Boy. Nice. That was not a not a very high quality movie. She co-starred with singers Christina. Wait, she was in Burlesque. She was in Burlesque. I forgot that. Have you ever seen that movie? No. It's a great musical. Is it? Mm-hmm. Huh. She, but she plays like a, I don't know. Whenever I think of Kristen Bell, I think of like a like a forty year old mom. Do you remember her her in uh, Parks and Rec? I never watched Parks and Rec. Come on, sorry, Eagleton <laughs> City Councilwoman. Do you want another great movie musical? Reefer Madness. She was she's in that. She plays the lead, so she sings in that. Okay. Okay. She plays Mary Lane. Uh, I have not heard of that one either. It is hilarious. <laughs> What'd you say it was called? <laughs> Uh, uh, Reefer Madness, the movie musical. <laughs> I mean, so R- Reefer's uh, marijuana. Uh, we've... So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a propaganda, it's a, oh. uh, a parody of a propaganda movie oh. about the evils of marijuana. They don't use that terminology in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we, got, we got a lot of other words for it. <laughs> Devil's lettuce. I think it's very 1950s, 50s terminology. <laughs> I love it. All right, great. All right, where were we? Down that Kirsten, Kristen Bell rabbit hole is where we were. Zane, where does where does for the first time in forever rank for you on Frozen songs? I think it's pretty high up for me. I do love an I want song, mm-hmm. and this is one of those. So it's <laughs> this is the one where it's like I get to be a princess now. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but you know, overall, like I think it, it, Frozen is very full of good songs. So. For sure. I think it's it's kind of, it comes and goes, and you don't remember it until you listen back. You know, obviously number one is Rangers Are Better Than People. Oh, my God. <laughs> of course, yeah. Like that's <laughs> easy number one. I, I don't know how we didn't win the best original song, Oscar. It honestly should have. Like, uh, Jonathan Groff. That was the only song you got. <laughs> Jonathan Groff. <laughs> neat. Listen. I'll, when we yeah. talk about Frozen 2, I'll, get, I'll go on my, oh. my soapbox. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He will get a song. He will get us. I guarantee it, 100%. Wes is very pro. Wes, if he doesn't get a song, I'll, I'll pay you pay for your movie ticket. Perfect. I'm, in, I'm, in. I'm, I'm, I'm almost certain that he has confirmed that Reindeer Are Better Than People is a full song in Frozen 2. Boom. I'm I'll, in. But I want I'm something in. more yep. than that. <laughs> I, oh, I want, yeah. He'll, I want he'll, he'll, he'll have actual songs. I want to see like. Jonathan Groff killing it. Okay, <laughs> so he was. I don't think Glee. he was. He, wasn't he on another musical as well? He was. It. He's been on Broadway. I'm pretty sure. So he was in Glee and played like this phenom from another school show choir in Glee and sang Bohemian Bohemian Rhapsody flawlessly. Wow, which is like an That's impossible hard, hard thing to, to do. do. So yeah, yeah. Jonathan Groff is uh is Broadway's uh one of Broadway's golden boys. Mm-hmm. Mm. He's so good because he's he's, good. he's he was he originated uh, King George the Third in Hamilton. Mm. Um, yeah, so he he's kind of done it. He and Spring Awakening. He's done a whole bunch of Broadway stuff. He's so well. Yeah, Rangers are better <laughs> than people. I think that kind of threw us for a loop. That that was the only thing he got first yeah. time. Did you ever watch the Frozen uh, Olaf's Frozen Adventure where he actually got a song? It was really uh-huh. a goofy song. Didn't really get to show off his voice, but did not. He got. He got I will one. say on the bright side, Jonathan Groff is a goof. Yeah, like so <laughs> he does that well. 
Well, then there's multiple goofs in this movie. Uh, oh, yes, there are. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you right after for the first time in forever, like literally, like when I say right after, I mean right after. Right after? You meet Hans. Oh, Hans. Because, <laughs> like, literally as the mo- as the song ends, she bumps into him, right? I'm pretty sure. Yes. So Yeah, they have their meet cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And they fall into a boat. Uh, yes. And then subsequently fall in love. And then fall in love. <laughs> Man, that was, if that was not a f- too good to be true moment, looking back on it, I don't yeah. know what Here, is. Here's what my notes, here's my notes I wrote down on Hans. Hans is the man we all want in the beginning. <laughs> and then I also wrote that Anna and Hans is first date that goes on and on is just the initial first date vibes that everyone has (laughs) (laughs) yeah well then uh so they have their clumsy (laughs) clumsy little meetup thing and and then the horse is holding on to the boat which is holding them both and then she leaves (laughs) and and the horse lets hans fall in the water and he gives you a very uh i don't know what's the word coy kind of smile Mm mm-hmm Probably because he knows the man's a tool. The, that smile was a very important tool for the audience, speaking of tool. Uh, it's, it was the smile that says, this is going to be a romantic relationship. <laughs> like, boom. <laughs> That's how you know. Uh, what did you think of Hans, uh, your first impressions when you watched it for the first time? Well, like, that's the thing. Like, he's he's just Disney Prince. Like, you don't think mm-hmm. about it. It's just a trope. Yeah. So, the, yeah, the, the first time is just like, oh, okay, Disney Prince. Let's not question it. <laughs> I literally wrote down Hans in himself is a Disney meme slash trope because they, they tried, you know, when the whole first half, he's, he's such a perfect, you know, prince mm-hmm. that, that it's to a T that it's, it's almost laughable. Um, but that she rushes away Anna rushes away to go to the coronation. This is, this is where the, uh, the cameo of, uh, Rapunzel and yes. Flynn is if you stop if you pause it in the right spot mm-hmm. mm. which I did not see the first time I watched it and then I started seeing pictures online and I was I flipped out because Tangle is one of my favorite mm-hmm. Disney movies of all it's time it's because she has the brown the short brown hair That's that makes it hard to see but she's also wearing that grungy pink dress just saying <laughs> they can put Rapunzel <laughs> in something better <laughs> sorry <laughs> they, they literally came straight from the castle right at the end of the tangled yeah. and just boated right over Probably. immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no stopping. It's a very busy week in, in, <laughs> in Disney, in the Disney universe. Uh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> so then it's coronation day. Uh, you see inside this kind of, it's honestly a beautiful, I feel like we're kind of making fun of the movie a lot <laughs> right now, but um, you, you go inside this beautiful chapel, mm-hmm. which I feel like they did amazingly. You hear this kind of background music, that really puts you in that kind of mood. Um, they give you a nice look around. And you can see like some stained glass and some, pan- you know, the the, the yeah. texture on the the walls and the ceiling. And um, I feel like they did that scene excellently. I mean, I'm not. I've never been to Norway, but no, but it looks <laughs> like a generic old church you would walk into. Yeah, like I've walked into some like some. I mean, yeah, the animation in in this is flawless. Um, like and especially the scene work, I think they really capture the kind of vastness of of, of like uh, of Norway because you know Norway has all the fjords on the coast, so it's all like very elevated and and big. Um, I think in in a film where it's all snowed in, it's usually going to be all inside, and I guess you feel that a little bit later when we get to a sauna. Um, but yeah, the animation, particularly when we get to Elsa's. Uh, moment 
mm-hmm. where she lets it go uh, yeah. is, uh, is, is amazing. 30, I think each frame of these, uh, of the musical numbers uh, outside took 30 hours to, um, to render. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. And then when you're, you're talking, I think it's 30, 30 frames of, uh, a second. Yeah, I think uh, typically, from what I've heard, it's about 24 frames a second is how animation works. My cousin uh, is a 3D animator, and uh, but I know that for cert- for different types of animation, and dif- it can be more than that even. Um, mm. But then you get to see Elsa taking off her, her magic power blocking gloves, because <laughs> that's how that works, <laughs> for a few seconds um, to accept the scepter and the magical Arendelle holy hand grenade. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the um, orb of solidarity. <laughs> and that is how she gets kind of sworn in, I guess. Uh, I haven't done my research on how that works, but seems seems legit. She just has to hold it for a few seconds, and then she puts the gloves back on, mm-hmm. and she's queen. Yeah. Which leads into the question, which I think you asked me when we were watching this, is were they just running without a queen for three years yeah i because there's a there's a cycle that says three years later so i was thinking was there an interim i would have figured she would have been sworn in immediately mm-hmm. maybe she had to come of age i don't yeah, know I, i'd imagine there was probably that somebody that you don't meet on screen probably running it like usually even kings and queens have you know like advisors uh-huh. like jafar yeah <laughs> <laughs> the yeah I, I think that's what wesselton was originally going to be mm-hmm. and instead of putting anyone else and getting another character in there they just kind of ignored oh, okay. how the country was being run <laughs> yeah i was confused <laughs> yeah that was it definitely i think that be, that question begs like asking yeah. i mean i don't know maybe I guess technically they could have still had Elsa making decisions but not be sworn in yet. Theoretically. Theoretically. There's got to be other people in, in the kingdom, you know. You just don't meet them. Also, so. there's, there should be other family there too, I feel like. Like, you don't just have, like, a king and a queen and their kids and that's there's no one else. Mm. There should be, like, grandparents or a nanny. I don't know. <laughs> okay. It's Disney. Yeah. <laughs> They're not orphans, but they are orphans. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> It's not a Disney movie without parents, or with parents. <laughs> <laughs> and both of our main characters in this movie have none after after a few minutes. And Kristoff and, and Anna. <laughs> Rip. Yeah, sad day. Uh, and then, so, so she gets coronated, finally. Um, and you go into this dance party kind of thing, where, you know, they announce the queen for the first time, they announce the princess Anna, and they're standing next to each other for, like, it seems like for the first time in forever. Um pun intended I'm giving you a thumbs down <laughs> and they actually have a conversation and uh she's like oh you look beautiful and Anna's like oh you look beautifuler i mean more beautiful not not fuller <laughs> <laughs> once again proving she's a homeschooler that's <laughs> true i like that i like that line that was funny <laughs> and this is the first kind of time kind of the first kind of like they they like smile and you, you know you have this kind of moment well i think you see that elsa still very much loves her sister but is sad that she hasn't seen her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They, but she also knows she has to be the adult and in charge. Mm-hmm. Which is sad. Yeah. But then she kind of, like, asks if they could always have it this way. And and this is kind of the first rift. And, and uh, mm-hmm. Elsa Elsa says, no, we can't. And, and Anna's like, why? And she's just like, we just can't, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's the first time you kind of sense a little rift. You know, yeah. you call it the flirt, first plot pinch. 
I guess. Is Mine. Pinch. Um, but yeah, and then you move on, I guess, from that pretty quick to the next kind of section. Well, first, before we get to the next song, I wanted to mention a line that is I wrote down after watching the other day, which is, uh, the Duke of Weaseltown dances <laughs> with, uh, Elsa, or dances with Anna, and he has this line, uh, I'm like a chicken with the face of a monkey, I fly. <laughs> I just... Uh, uh, but, yep. And neither of those animals fly. <laughs> I just want to know who wrote that line, and I want to meet him or her. <laughs> and just say what? Were just you say, what? What was going through your head? I bet someone had said it to them one time. I bet it just blurred it. it was just blurred out. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's an Australian thing. You guys have lines like that? Just kind of saying? No, no. <laughs> that makes it makes just as little sense over here. Um, I. If I had to guess, I would think that that is an Alan Tudyk uh, oh, like improv thing. line. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I hope so. He's probably in the booth. Just like he's supposed to just say like, oh, look at me dancing. And he decides to say, I'm like a chicken with my head cut off. Or with the face of a monkey I fly. Or yeah. uh, whatever. Uh, Alan Tudyk, man. What a legend. Um, so yeah, that happened. That happens. She escapes his type of dancing mm-hmm. <laughs> with his um, toupee falling every time he dances and meets Hans again who at this point doesn't he like she like trips and he grabs her again or something like that and yeah just, just yeah. like just like on the dock so so he's two for two at this point of being uh, in the right place at the right time mm-hmm. and they begin the beautiful duet song love is an open door. love is an open door the ideal first date. <laughs> yep. So they this see... is this is the one that you got to sing with with we've got to sing on your first date or otherwise you can't have a second one. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely true. Except for for me, yeah. it's uh, a whole new world. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, I mean, that makes a lot of very big promises. I think this is very <laughs> realistic. That's valid. You that's can valid. just share a sandwich and you're fine. <laughs> that's, that's the, instead of like. Instead of uh, showing the entire world, which she literally <laughs> promises, uh, this time they're just finishing each other's sandwiches. Oh, thank you. That's what I was going to say. Yep. <laughs> um, well done. <laughs> thank thank you. you. We kind of planned it. <laughs> <laughs> but then Elsa's not happy. Elsa's not. Well, why is Elsa not happy? <laughs> First of all, you can't marry someone you just met. Today. That day. Thank you, CinemaSins. <laughs> True. A yeah, bold so... move by Disney to call themselves out. Absolutely, because, you know, when I first watched this movie uh, in 2013, I totally agreed, like, oh, that'd be weird, right? Mm-hmm. And then, so this year, Zane, I've been watching every single Disney animated movie, one a week, except for I eliminated the five that were in the 50s that were segmented movies like Melody Time and whatever, yeah, so yeah. I got to an even 52. So I've been watching one a week, and it's amazing how many of them they the love is 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 connected within 48 hours every time mm-hmm. almost. You know? Oh yeah, every single movie. You know? <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> uh, so uh. so they know they know within one 30 second meeting of her almost falling off a dock, and then one two minute and 30 second duet. And you know, it, he's an average singer, so that couldn't have been in. Uh, I mean, he's, yeah, he's not even as good as Flynn Rider. His name think. is uh, was San, Santino Fontana? Is that right? It is Santino Fontana. Oh, okay, good. He's also a, a Broadway alum. Okay. 
So they are now in love, and he has proposed. <laughs> they are now in love. Yeah, that was that was quick. He proposed after a couple hours. You know, this is a faster one than most Disney romances because it was like one date. Yeah, it was like not even hours. like like at least Aladdin pined after her for a couple days. Right. Well, Aladdin, like all he had to do was say, "Do you trust me?" And apparently, that was the cue. Like, well, trust is very important in a relationship. Like right? they, like they fell in love within you know a few hours of being out on the on the town in the market, and then and then mm. they they get, and she thinks she he's a total you know stuck up arrogant prince, and then he says, "Do you trust me?" And she's like, so she was already in love, I guess. So you know you're maybe talking about a few days, but you're right that it was only. Like, they were only together for a few hours of that, probably. Yeah. So, it's pretty normal, I think. The, the, the time, it's just... But I love how Disney makes fun of it. <laughs> yeah, it but they went, well. from Di- they went from Egypt to China, so... That's true. You know. That, I mean, that carpet... <laughs> I, I got a question. If they did that in one night, like, what kind of things... Like, what kind of G-forces are they feeling on that carpet? <laughs> oh, <know>? yeah. <laughs> it, it is magic, so... <laughs> it is magic. Okay, we're talking about a different... We'll do this movie on a different... <laughs> Uh, a different banter movie breakdown. <laughs> but yeah, so the first plot pinch of Frozen continues mm-hmm. as as Anna and Hans ask Elsa for her blessing in their marriage. And she quotes me, basically, saying, you can't marry a man you just <laughs> met. Uh, <laughs> so that made a lot of sense. Um, but not for Anna and Hans because it's true love. Oh yeah, absolutely. How so. dare she? How dare How she? How dare she? And of course, Anna's not taking that. No. So she removes the <laughs> the magical uh, power blocking glove, <laughs> and and Elsa loses it a little bit. Shoots some spike spiky pointed ice around the room and prompts Wesselton to say sorcery. Yeah. So that sparks her kind of dramatic. Exit, run across the fjord, and um, then break everything by running across the fjord. Yeah, absolutely. Also, did we notice that the eternal winter happens as she crosses the fjord? Is that when it starts? Yeah, like after she crosses the fjord, everything turns into ice, and then I kind of think it's connected to like her emotion, you know, like more ice per tear. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the tears are probably already ice at this point. I think. I think just like she's just so mad that she can't control anything at this point and i think just her her power kind of exudes like as she's running and she's not trying to keep it in anymore Mm -hmm. and that kind of turns it into a winter of sorts but but what's more important is she doesn't just make it like snow or turn things into ice she like completely changes the like day-to-day weather forecast Mm-hmm. Like it's not gonna. It's not like With it's one tantrum. Yeah, no, it's not like she's gonna make it snow once and then the snow kind of goes away, or she freezes like the 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 water and then the normal weather kind of makes it melt. Like the entire the entire weather changes. <laughs> so yeah, she went full Narnia. This is <laughs> this is the the Winter Queen. <laughs> Absolutely, she is the. Yes. I, actually, I wrote down somewhere that there's like a relation to the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, but. I don't really remember what I exactly meant by that, but this might have been it. And before we get into the, the kind of what everybody's been waiting to talk about, I guess, or listen to <laughs> listen to us talk about, hopefully, uh, there's one other line that I that I wrote down that I loved. Um, 
Elsa, or no, Anna is getting ready to leave and chase after mm-hmm. Elsa, right? And she leaves Hans in charge. Yes. Which is... Bold, right. bold, makes bold choice. Makes sense. Once again, I ask, are there no advisors <laughs> to hand these reins yeah, off to? Who knows? But Wesselton asks, are you a witch too, basically? And she says, Anna says, no, I'm completely ordinary. And Hans says, that's right, she is. <laughs> in the best way. <laughs> There's some really good witty comedy in oh, this movie. Yeah. So yeah, Elsa runs. Elsa runs, and, and then, and then, what what happens next? Zane, you want to fill us in? Well, well I mean, then she lets it go. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, uh, and and somewhere in there, she creates uh, a real uh, talking, moving snowman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she creates life, and she doesn't know how. Yeah, like how? No, is, she just does it. How is he alive? Well, you got me. By all accounts, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> it's just another one of her OP powers. She can just uh, create life from nothing. Yes. Yes. Indeed. And she seems shocked. I mean, this is getting a little ahead of ourselves, yeah. but a lot. Real quick, she seems shocked that he's alive, but then quickly creates the the B- biggest man. Yeah. What do they call marshmallow yeah. or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Later. So, <laughs> um, but so that happens. But let it go. Let it go. One uh, best song correct from a from a movie yeah it won won the oscar that year for best original song should have and and rightly so and it's been translated into something like 70 70 different languages um it is yeah it's just super popular thing yeah Yeah. i mean here's the thing i'm not gonna lie to you let it go is overplayed oh overplayed absolutely but (laughs) but overrated i don't know i think it's probably the best original song disney's ever made yeah i mean it's up there I mean, also, look who they got to sing it. Mm. Idina Menzel. Like, do you know how big of a deal that is? <laughs> Isn't this where you, you turned to me and you said, this is literally wicked. Yeah, listen. <laughs> yeah, it is. It see, is. see? <laughs> literally, two princesses that uh, have, one has magical powers that gets shunned for her magical powers, so has to leave and people chase after her. Then she sings a very triumphant special solo song. Great song. This is this is Gravity or Define Gravity. Define Gravity. That um, song is amazing. And then like the sisters make up and come back together and yes, it's literally it's also both of them including Idina Menzel as the magical sister that has to run away. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally uh, wicked. Yeah, the the, mu- the musical uh similarities are very very uh like blatant. Absolutely. <laughs> They've just gone for Broadway pop. But yeah, I can't the only other like song that i can imagine maybe getting close to the popularity of let it go is, is like you said uh, a whole new world from mm-hmm. aladdin yeah yeah absolutely um, that kind of got a, so, so much popular traction outside of the actual film yeah i agree i i, I agree with you Wes, that it's probably i would say the best definitely in the last you know 20 years uh and then top few for the whole the wholeness of disney canon um, there was a, one thing I noticed as well, going into this song and it kind of keeps going. We watched this movie for the first time. This first time I ever watched it in Blu-ray was this week. Um, I had just watched it on DVD and in the theater. Uh, but on Blu-ray, I really noticed the, um, like an incredible snowy transition on the way, like right as Let It Go was starting, they just had mm. snow flurries kind of going th- across the screen and I I was like wow that is incredible I'm a sucker for great animation I love uh, animation more than any other mm-hmm. style of storytelling 
And that got me a little bit. And then you get into the song, and I noticed, you know, she's up on a mountain in the snow, and there's still, like, it's almost like she's spotlighted, which I think really works really well because it's like yeah. she's <laughs> on a stage, you mm-hmm. know, singing her her uh, her stage big, like, dramatic moment um, in a musical type thing. So um, those were on the animation frontier things I noticed. Uh, and she creates ice fabric. Yeah, did you notice that she changes her dress? <laughs> Ice powers, OP. As long as it's blue, she can control it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we were watching it, and Perry's, Perry's like stopped me before. He's like, he's like, hang on, she's gonna change her dress. Is it a new dress, or does she just iceify like her current dress? We looked at it, and I was like, nah, it's a different dress, bro. So now she's wearing an ice dress, and she's not cold. So I guess that's also part of her ice powers is the ability to not be cold. The, cold, the cold never bothered it's, her anyway. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it's my it's fault. right in the song. <laughs> it's right there. Uh, yeah, that was my fault. They put that in there for me, I think, just to diffuse that situation. Um, so that song is awesome. She, once the bridge kind of starts, she stops her foot on the on the ground and um, basically lets out her true diva. Yeah, all of a sudden, she finds all, all important control of her powers. Uh-huh. Like yeah, well she lets it go and then boom she's she lets it go she lets it go she's defying gravity yeah as long as she doesn't care about it she can do anything <laughs> yeah you're right <laughs> but once yeah. she second guesses herself a little later it all goes to schmutz <laughs> it's um, just like the force <laughs> I'm the force and the force is with me uh, I am the snow and the snow is with me <laughs> oh gosh yeah so so that song's great it it's hype it ends she closes the door and isolates herself in her frozen castle which is pretty awesome looking mm-hmm. um and don't know what she's gonna eat while she's in there but she she's in there and we go back to anna's uh story arc uh as she goes to oaken's trading post or uh wandering oaken's is that what it's called or wandering oaken's yeah wandering oaken's big trading sub- post and sauna big sub- blowout yoo-hoo <laughs> <laughs> Um, Oaken is actually voiced by Chris Williams, uh, who directed Big Hero 6. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he went on to, dir- to direct. Yeah. And this is, um, this is classic, uh, Disney LGBT as well. Uh-huh. Just like, blink and you'll miss it. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, and you meet his family. Yes. Hi, the... family. Hi, family. <laughs> Don't really meet them, they just wave. From the sauna. Yeah. <laughs> but the family gets, you know... Almost as much park representation in Disney World as like Kristoff because. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know if you've been to Disney World, um, but the in the the line in the queue line, I know Wes hasn't been there since this ride has been uh, out. The queue line, there's like a, a screen on the you go through the trading post and and uh, the in you, you basically wait there for a while because you know these has long mm. lines so you're in this room for a while and every few minutes you the the, the family is in the in the window with him I, he, he like looks in the window he's like hey uh, that's hilarious so that's kind of funny but i've only ever been to disneyland oh gotcha uh, well this world's still on my to-do list <laughs> absolutely disneyland is awesome but disney world is is Better. something something <laughs> unmatched in uh in other disney parks i think just the the, the sheer size and scale yeah. yeah 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 um yeah so then they uh let's see what happens next well we got well we meet adult Kristoff. we meet adult Kristoff. he who's comes very in. who's very feisty he is very feisty mm-hmm. 
And he talks about he works in the ice business. <laughs> and this is not good for his business. <laughs> like, ah, oh, that's a rough business to be in right now. And then Anna flexes on him with her money. True. <laughs> yeah, she shows the privilege. Yes. Mm. What did you just call me? <laughs> <laughs> that, was good. that was good, Perry. Oh, thanks, dude. Um, so he gets kicked out. He goes into the, sh- the you know, like a cellar kind of uh, shed. Shed, it yeah. In it. Okay, sure. There's a little shed. And the best song in this movie is sung. Reindeers are better than people. Reindeers are better than people. Yeah, it's, it's uh, a... <laughs> think I'm right. I don't know. This song was I don't, kind of a... Uh, I, I was shocked. I kind of liked it. I was shocked that it's actually, actually listed on this as a song. Oh, really? The soundtrack. Well, yeah. did you know that Kronk's uh, song on on uh, Emperor's New Groove, where he's literally like making his own theme song... Like, dun, 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 dun. No way! And, and you hear you hear Cusco in the background saying, "Ew, he's making his own theme music." <laughs> Literally, I I've read that Disney made him like sign rights of that as like a song over to Disney, like as that being an official song. That's what I read. I don't know if that's accurate. I, oh yeah, someone... yeah, no, because he composed it. Yeah, <laughs> so he had to. He... So he had to yeah sign sign the 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 rights over to Disney to to have it. <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's incredible. Absolutely it was not like I watched the movie that movie a few weeks ago. Not even really a song, but I think that's hilarious because Kronk is in himself a meme. <laughs> the truth. <laughs> cool. So yeah. So we reindeers are better than people. That's obvious. I I agree wholeheartedly. He then agrees to take Anna up the North Mountain. Uh, in exchange for just the carrots and the supplies at first. Is that right? Or am I missing something? Yeah. No, yeah. So she, she agrees to pay him, basically. Yeah. Well, also, he wants the winter to end because that way he can oh, have yeah. a job. True, true. That's, I missed and that part. Then we get a wolf chase because. Mm. Reasons Disney because, because <laughs> drama. Disney. Wait, no, we were talking about this. There are so many. There are wolves. so many wolves. Uh, there's a list of like Disney wolves. Obviously, you've got Beauty and the Beast, but and and then you've got uh, Jungle Book. There's a lot of wolves. Oh yeah. But yeah. then you've got some like some low key like uh, wolves that you wouldn't expect. Like um, you've got the Sheriff of Nottingham is a wolf. Like Murloc the Magician is a wolf. Um, there's there's quite a few other ones. I mean, you've got the big bad wolf in some of the old cartoons. Um, a lot of wolves in Disney canon, especially when they're bad guys. Yeah, absolutely. True. You so, have uh, in Zootopia a whole whole tribe of them. That's right. Yeah, there's wolves in Zootopia. Uh, <laughs> what else? I'm looking up. I li- I just looked up Disney wolves, and there's like so many. Oh yeah, the wolves in Zootopia are police officers. Nice. Okay. All right, um, from that we then... Oh, yeah, there's another one in the Sword and the Stone, another wolf. Um, so then there's this whole exposition that happens on the sleigh before the wolf chase, which turns out to be really important. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some funny stuff happens on that. Uh, you know, he Kristoff agrees with us and Elsa. You're going to marry someone you just met that, that day? day? It's true love. What do you know about love? <laughs> and then he... What's know, his last name? Yeah, what's his last name? Of the Southern Isles. Uh, <laughs> foot size, foot size doesn't matter. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, the wolves pop out and scare the crap out of them. And they start running. Kristoff says, we like to go fast, which I thought, I was like, hmm, how fast can reindeers actually go? Turns out, up to 50 miles per hour. 
Yeah, they're speedy. Who would have thought? What, reindeer? Reindeer. They run fast. Well, I, you know, they do fly. I, I I mean, they do, yeah. I guess that is how <laughs> Santa like gets all his presents mm. everywhere and stuff. Makes sense. Um, Santa is real. Santa gets to Australia first, doesn't he? Yeah, well, actually, New Zealand before Australia. Oh, that's true. But true. Not, not, too, not too much before. <laughs> you know, New Zealand has a harsh place in my heart, so I believe it comes to you first. <laughs> what, just because <laughs> we have a friend who went on a study abroad and left us for New Zealand, and that's literally the only way, reason and, that... <laughs> and I'm still bitter. <laughs> um, move on. <laughs> yeah, we'll move on to... Yeah, so I wrote down Fun Slay Convo, and then Foot Size Doesn't Matter. Matter. We've got there, and then I wrote down Disney and Wolves. And then, ah, and then I wrote down Olaf. How is he, he alive? alive? Yeah, so. just, just, uh, um, I guess. <laughs> snow. Aha! I understand everything now. Uh, uh you yeah. know we can't live without water, and he literally is water. So like, I mean, he's probably got a similar water composition than we do. <laughs> we also wouldn't. can't live without a heart <laughs> oh that's true but he does have functioning eyes he might have a frozen heart which in a few minutes Anna also has a frozen heart ah well okay <laughs> but she also couldn't live she also can't yeah well maybe she can't live because her frozen heart doesn't go with her frozen uh, lungs but Olaf also has frozen <laughs> lungs so he's fine but his eyes work let's not forget yeah and can he smell with yes. his nose well, he doesn't have a nose until they stick a carrot in his face. Well, he yeah, the nose was there when he got there, wasn't it? Uh, I don't think so. No, no. So they they put oh, a that's carrot. Right. That's right. In in his face, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, oh, and it's then such wants to eat it all the so time. Cute. Oh, I like this. I don't like it even more. <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> uh... <laughs> and then you get Josh Gad um, channeling his inner um, Book of Mormon, right? And in, in yep. for the song, in summer, <laughs> almost almost like a, a song that would be would sit within Book of Mormon. You would, yeah, honestly, <laughs> I've actually never. I've heard just a couple songs from Book of Mormon, the musical, but I've heard it's hilarious. Uh, I've also heard it was written by uh, Trey Parker and the other guy who who write for South Park. Which yeah yeah, so it's got to be hilarious. Like I would think. Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Yeah yeah. yeah. Man, I need to I need to go see that next time I have a chance. We were in uh, <laughs> we were in New York City uh, a couple of months ago, and I think it was it was playing at the time. But yeah, it's still playing. Yeah, yeah, it was. Maybe next time. We were only there for a day, so I know I want to go. <laughs> we, we're closer to Chicago, so maybe we can make that work. But, uh, but yeah, so in summer, winter winter winter's a good time to stay home and cuddle but put me in summer and i'll be a happy snowman how clever of you disney <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie I, th- I thought it was funny after- <laughs> well, they did a great job it was so funny it was a cute song and and you got you got uh christoph just kind of like you know should i tell him <laughs> i'm gonna tell him i want to tell him you don't you dare <laughs> don't you dare but it's, uh, it's never clear whether whether he wants to tell him for his own good or he wants to tell him to stop the song or he wants to tell him to make fun of the fact that he's a snowman. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, he he has like a subtle grin. So I feel like he's just like, this is going to be a slap in the face, bro. (laughs) I'm going to tell him. Uh, Yeah. But then at the end of the song, he's kind of like, oh, but someone's got to tell him. Yeah. Because... If it if we stop the winter, he's gonna die. Yeah, yeah. Kristoff is the most realistic person. He's so entire. down to earth. Yeah. Until <laughs> until the 
Trolls. Yeah, until the trolls. <laughs> yep. Well. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that is kind of ironic, isn't it? That he's the one that has the most most uh, experience <laughs> with the trolls, but then he's also the one that tells everybody that they need to chill. Basically, yep. no pun intended. <laughs> ah. All right, move on after that awful pun. Um, yeah. So that song happens. Uh, we basically cut scene with him saying, "I'm going to tell him," and she says, "Don't you dare! Mm-hmm. Someone's got to tell him." He says, and then we cut scene. Um, we cut scene back over to Arendelle. And the first thing we see is these guys arguing over bark up or bark down and how they should stack the wood, (laughs) which I've heard is like a kind of Nordic um, feud for years. Is that accurate? Yeah, I I spent some time in Germany and and yes, there is um, that my my host family shared a wood pile with their neighbor and half of it was bark up and half of it was bark down in order that they don't uh, um, in order that they don't continue to fight over it. I'm not sure why. I don't I don't know what the difference is. It's all going to get snowed on anyway. Uh, <laughs> True. That's, that's so that's whack. I read that certain types of wood w- will dry better with the bark down than others like birch or something but uh yeah that was on like some forum so you know what can you really believe on the internet these days everything (laughs) everything on the internet is true well uh so when's tupac coming back i don't know but tupac is alive (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah they don't we don't actually get an answer on bark up or bark down they just kind of toy with the it's a nice subtle pun the idea yeah um so Good old perfect Hans McPerfect face is doing a good job. He's doing great. He's handing out he's handing out blankets and warm clothes and which, you know, leads to my kind of argument that he at to this point and even to farther down the line does literally nothing that could make you think that there was gonna be a twist. You are definitely Team Hans. Like I was one I was one hundred percent Team Hans and mainly because of those sideburns, I'm being honest. (laughs) Dang it. But but yeah, I was I was Team Hans at this point, and he had and you know even as I watch it again and again, um, he doesn't do anything to foreshadow him being a villain like at all. So I think well, he's no, a villain. No. <laughs> Spoiler: <laughs> If you haven't watched Frozen and you are listening to this, then sorry. I get. I mean, I'm not sorry though. <laughs> we were gonna get there. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Hans is doing great, and then they is it. Is it a horse? Is it the horse that comes back? I forget. What yeah, is it? Is it the horse? It's Donna's horse that comes back. Mm. Hmm. Reminds me of another movie where the horse comes back and alerts people that there's a problem. Wes, you with me? Zane, you with me? I'm I'm blanking. Beauty and the Beast. Uh, yeah. Oh yes, 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 yes. <laughs> uh, is it Philippe? Is the horse's name? I believe. Yeah, it is. In Beauty and the Beast, and he comes back after uh, Belle gets knocked off, and just like in this movie, um, Anna. On his horse comes back and I don't okay, know. but he wasn't warning them. He just yeeted. Yeah, valid. He just kind of takes off, and they see him run through, and they're like, "Oh, something must be wrong. I must go save my true love." Blah blah blah. And so now it's time to kill Elsa. That's right. It's a, it's a big jump mm-hmm. that they make. Yeah, Wesselton sends his uh, his mutton, mutton chop goons and says, "You you know, do what needs to be done to end the mm. winter." Um. So this is kind of the midpoint in the whole movie, uh, I believe. Which is kind of crazy. Also, Zane, we talked about it being kind of ridic- like surprising that Let It Go is really early. Yeah, it's early. Yeah. 
Yeah, especially it doesn't really you don't really get a big uh, a big song to end the movie on. It's uh, yeah, it's kind of all very front loaded with songs. Yeah. yeah. The, so this point we have two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight songs. If I'm including the intro and Rangers are better than people, and I believe that <laughs> leaves literally one song. The rest of the movie. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. So that is pretty crazy. Um, so yeah, they're walking up to the ice castle, uh, them being Anna and Kristoff and good old Olaf. And Sven. And Sven. The best character. Both, both Svens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll be easy. <laughs> oh, you're Sven. Okay. And, and, and the reindeer. Oh, he's also Sven. Yeah. So they're walking up. Um, there's some funny stuff. Uh, he runs into an ice, uh, icicle. Oh, look. I've been impaled. Been impaled. Um... She's climbing up, and, you know, Olaf says the, um, guys, I don't know if this is relevant, but I found a staircase leading exactly where we want to go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And she jumps off, and Kristoff catches her, and she's like, oh, that's some crazy trust exercise. So this is the first point where you see Kristoff's face, and you're like, this is the first time that you can tell that he is suddenly feeling some feelings. (laughs) Feeling the feels. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) He makes that 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 face. <laughs> See, yeah, I mean, he does make that face, but I feel like it comes directly after the face of like, who is this woman, and <laughs> and how is she just trusting me to catch her? <laughs> well, I mean, um, she did trust a man she'd met that day to get married. So, <laughs> look, I'm 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 I know who this girl is, but, but Christoph's. <laughs> Christoph's just having this revelation that we've all been privy to before. <laughs> I think when when Anna's saying that was some crazy trust exercise, she's just talking about her whole life. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like everything she does. Once again, homeschooler. Homeschooler. <laughs> if you're homeschooled, please don't take offense by anything we've said in this movie, or in this uh, episode. Nah, you can take it up with me on the side. <laughs> um Let's see. Then we get into the castle, pretty much the castle, which is beautiful. Um, I wrote down that it was the the you can actually see the light that reflects off the like ice particles in Elsa's dress, which is just another moment of me like fawning over amazing animation. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that was pretty cool. It's like if you you can also see that in like Olaf every now and then the the, the, yeah. the reflection there. You can see it in Big Marshmallow Guy too. Mm. I mean, you, you brought this up before, but what is the purpose of this ice castle? Like, there are no chairs, there are no <laughs> beds, there are no tables. It's literally just Open. a big space made out of ice. Yeah. I mean, Or Elsa to stand in, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I mean, she, it's, she makes it seem like it's her, like, getaway, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really more like her she's gonna jail. live for the rest of her life yeah. but, but it's like it's very uncomfortable yeah. maybe she just like didn't think of it yet but like all she needs <laughs> is like boom ice chair i guess but how nice is an ice chair cars have heated seats for a reason yeah <laughs> like, why would i sit on an ice chair <laughs> that's valid but the cold doesn't bother her anyway so yeah you guess you're right so so sure. she she was she would make this ice chair but then she wouldn't invite guests over because <laughs> the cold bothers everybody else Oh, I don't think she wants guests. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty clear at this point. She's made that quite clear. Um, so there is actually... So I take this back when I said there was only one more song left. There is a reprise of the, for the first time in forever. It's and it, better than the original. And it's actually kind of a banger. Like, yeah. I didn't really 
get like it's not one that I really focused on the first couple times I watched it, but when we watched it Thursday, I was like, man, this actually is really like an artistic and a powerful uh, piece, you know? Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they wrote this song first and then made the the uh-huh. solo version for for Anna and just front loaded that into the film because um, this is a great song. Yeah, it is. Because uh, they're both they're both singing kind of a different tone and a different you know which each basically what each other is feeling at that moment are the words that are coming out of their mouth. Um, well, and, yeah, and like you also get a glimpse of "Let It Go" because she's you know she says "Conceal, don't feel, don't let them know," mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it mushes mushes together a lot of songs into one really nice, very well done. I don't know what she, it's not like a ballad, but but unfortunately, Elsa goes through another tantrum. Yeah, she she gets a little little flustered. Yeah, maybe blustered would be a better word, huh? Get it? Because no, snow. Um, <laughs> and she freezes on his heart. Well, at least begins the process of it. I don't know exactly how that works, but she's she has struck her, and the process of her heart freezing begins. Yes. Um, and I, you don't. She doesn't know it immediately. I don't think. Christoph really knows. I mean, he noticed something. He don't notices know, whenever her hair. But we yeah. we know it immediately know it. because yeah. of what happened earlier. Um. Yeah. And also, this is the only time, like the only person that Elsa really hurts with her ice magic is Anna, despite like actually <laughs> fighting in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's valid. Yeah, I mean, she knocks some guys on on their backs, but other than yeah. that, she did almost because. As is about to happen, guards show up. Mm. Well, actually, before that, I wrote down, I wanted to mention um, that Anna is very detailed in how she measures snow depth. Um, <laughs> she does say that Arendelle is in deep, 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 deep snow. snow. So there are four deeps. Um, <laughs> and I think the, the, the conversion of that is like 18 inches per deep. So, <laughs> uh, no, yeah. So I thought I just thought that was funny. I needed a uh, needed a shout out, but yeah. And she's a lefty. You find out after she throws a snowball at marshmallow dude. Yep. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> so just a little piece of, unless she decides to throw it with her offhand, which is possible, but I doubt. Well, she's a homeschooler. She's a homeschooler. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm just gonna ride this. And a likely non-athlete, but you know, although she does, she does some kind of. No, we're going with it. Yeah, we're just going to move on. We're rolling with it. All right, yeah. so I wrote down that we got the second pinch here uh, of the of the plot, which is kind of when... So that was like the midpoint, and um, Anna's hair starts changing after they, you know, evade the marshmallow dude, jump into this big old snow pile, which looks so, like so much fun. Um, yeah. Honestly, like, I've never been able to jump a long distance and land in snow, but I think it would be so much fun. It depends on the snow. It's like, yeah, so you're putting a lot of trust in what's underneath that snow. <laughs> Easy for Anna to do, as we found out. <laughs> um, but yeah, so her hair starts changing. They notice it, and immediately, quick reactions by the men in this movie. Kristoff uh, says, we need to take you to my grandpa, the love experts, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, she she asks, uh, <laughs> does it look bad? And he, he goes... No, and you see Olaf said, going, you hesitated. <laughs> Which is hilarious. Yep. Um, yeah, so they go to the trolls. Finally. We've made it to the trolls. The love experts. 
And, and they get the weirdest song in the movie. Oh, absolutely they do. <laughs> so we get this like weird kind of few awkward couple minutes here. He's just a bit of a fixer. Yeah, what's, what's your opinion on the on the trolls in this movie, Zane? I, actually, I don't mind the trolls as characters um, because the the composers of the movie actually are the composers or, or, or some of the composers of Avenue Q. Um, hmm. So I think a lot of that vibe makes its way into this song. This is very kind of Sesame Streety, um, upbeat kind of uh, humor. Yeah, I think. Um, I just think it, it's it, this song is in a different film to the rest of the songs in in the movie. I agree. Accurate. I agree. It's a nice little comic relief, though, as we just had after we're scared because we saw our heart get frozen. Yeah, I, I'm honestly interested. Yeah. Like, were the trolls always a part of the movie? That's kind of what I want to know. Is yeah. like, were they added to fill some plot holes? Because um, that's what it seems like to me. And because, you know, they just the trolls just don't fit everything else that's going down, you know, with the sense that Elsa being the only thing in this movie that's magical and everybody, you know, is kind of, I don't know, flabbergasted well, to maybe, use it, to use maybe, a big word. Maybe we'll find out in Frozen 2. Yeah, maybe so. But but the trolls, uh, <laughs> I just wondered about didn't seem to fit. And you're right with the song. I think the the first, what, seven songs or whatever uh, are made to sell, you know, a, a quality soundtrack whereas <laughs> except for like yeah <laughs> except for like in summer but you know well in summer is great well it's 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 on the, it's kind of got a similar vibe like a, just a playful but it's so good <laughs> move on <laughs> <You're moving bad. laughs> um all right so where are we at we uh we're at the trolls they try to get married they at the end of the song they're in a hole standing there and you're getting, you're getting married, married. <laughs> um <laughs> this is after they try to take Kristoff's clothes off and they yeah. talk about his weird uh, pear-shaped weirdness of his feet. So yeah, poor guy, <laughs> poor dude. He just. Gets... I I, don't, I can't imagine pear-shaped feet. Yeah, honestly, I mean, maybe that's just my lack of imagination. Uh, You'd have to probably get like an extra wide shoe, maybe, <laughs> but like only on one side. <laughs> it's just yeah, I guess yeah. I don't know. Uh, anyway, anyway, and then she gets the antidote. She she basically like at the end of the song, it has another kind of like I don't know what you call it, like a a stroke, not yeah. heat stroke, but like. Ice stroke. Or next phase. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and this is where it's revealed, where Grandpappy conveniently shows up and says... Only an act of true love. Only an act of true love. And this is where... Are we surprised? <laughs> this is where Disney fans stick their tongue out. Um, they're like, again? Uh, <laughs> but... I mean, I could have guessed that. But little did we know, they had a different thing in mind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was great, actually, honestly, because like when this when that first happened, I was like, great, they're taking her back, and you know, I, I was like, get her back to Hans, you know, as and they and they were like, get her back to Hans. They were honestly, I think they were kind of trying to make it seem like Kristoff and Anna were going to become a thing. But when I watched this for the first time, I was like, no, she's supposed to be with Hans. Like I was totally Team Hans still to this point. <laughs> but yeah, so the act of true love. Moving from there, they try to race her back. Um, to the castle to Han or to Arendelle to see Hans. Um, and at the same time, Elsa is basically bombarded by soldiers, the soldiers that by led by Hans. Um, and she literally whips them all. Oh, she destroys yeah. them. Getting to use her ice powers a little until bit. Until her chandelier accidentally gets shut down. Well, first of all, it's, it's until Hans says, don't be the monster. They fear you are. Which is a great line. It's a great line. And makes you still pro Hans. Makes you still, yeah, absolutely, still showing nothing that makes you think that he's a bad guy. 
and she stops, and he literally saves her life. I mean, theoretically, she could have just ice, ice blocked it, I guess. But an arrow was going to shoot her, and he literally goes and blocks it, and that's what kind of knocks her out. I don't know. I, I mean, you could argue that maybe he did that on purpose, and that's what got her captured. Um, but Team Hans Perry at that point was like, oh, he literally just saved her life. I mean, if he was evil, don't you think he would have let her die right there? Well, see, I think his whole thing is he wants he wants to appear like the the best kind of person, but still have her die. So I think because um, at this point he thinks Anna is dead. So I, I think he he wants to take her back and have everyone say kill the ice witch, mm-hmm. and then he just kind of slips into power. Um, but yes. First watching, you're 100% pro Hans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess just watching it this week, I was like, <clears throat> if he like, because he later on he says like, his plan, he just has to kill Elsa and then he'll be king. Mm. And so it just got me thinking, well, he could have just let her die there, you know that that part would be taken care of. But then I guess he still wouldn't know what's going on with with Anna. I don't know if that messes up his plans or what's going on. But we reached the climax of the movie, Anna. Gets to Hans in the room, this dark room, and she says, Hans, kiss me. And and he goes in for it. He goes in for <laughs> it. You're still pro Hans. I'm still pro Hans. <laughs> and then, oh, Anna. And then. only there were someone out there who loved you. Mm. What a devastating line. Oh, it's <laughs> like, not only do I not love you like but you no think, one does. no one does. Yeah. It was so bad. I, I like, I like, I don't know what I, it took me hours to pick up my jaw off the floor from the first time watching this. Uh, Cause that got me. <laughs> well, we, we made one of our friends, Seth, watch it last year. Last year. And he flipped. He had no idea. And he had he never was, seen it. He 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 was rolling around the floor like, "What just happened?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was honestly so it's hard. It was hard. This was 2013. Uh, this was a a really good twist, I think. Mm-hmm. Whereas Disney has tried and failed with a lot of other twists. Um, some more recently, but yeah, it's just you got to do the right twist. But then also, I know some people say this is a bad it's a bad twist because they don't accurately foreshadow it. I don't know. I think any... I don't... I like not having the foreshadowing. Yeah. I like being shocked. Yeah. Well, that's... I don't I don't think Hans knew that this was the plan until he was in that room and, and knew that she was going to die. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he kind of figured out a lie he could tell and he was... He's just playing the cards he's got. Um, but yeah, like, it's, it's so perfectly timed because up until this point, it, 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 he... There isn't any foreshadowing, but... That's because you don't know anything about Hans. You've only just met him. <laughs> yeah. So you're in exactly the same boat that Anna is. Yeah. Yeah. What an incredible moment uh, that leaves you kind of devastated. Hey, dude, Hans <laughs> is a great villain. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, he's he's good. He's a great villain. He's a great character. I don't know about a great villain. He's a great villain. Because if I put him up next to the likes of... Some of my greatest villains. He's a great villain. Like Jafar. He's a great like villain. Like Scar. Yo, what? He's way better than Scar. I don't know. I think Scar's a... Scar is a joke. Topic for <laughs> another day. <laughs> but... Because um... we know Scar's the villain. Yeah, well, you don't have we to know... We know Jafar's the villain. Think... 
Also, that, Jafar, you don't, just because you don't know, you don't like that doesn't change yes, it if does. you're a good villain. It, it, yes, it does. It makes him way more. No, that's power- just a different type of storytelling. No, it makes him more like powerful and easier to get his plan like done. Yeah, but none of the main characters know that he's the villain. We do. That's like because we're the audience. But none mm-hmm. of the main characters in the movie know that Scar is the villain. Like, oh come on, Simba does not know Scar is <laughs> yes, the villain. Yes, he does. No, he does. Yes, not. he does. <laughs> Everyone knows Scar is the villain. Not when he, like, leaves. All right, this is going to go for hours if we let it. Um, we'll do the Lion King another day. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> um, all right, so the twist happens. Great, that's where we're at. Olaf to the rescue with his carrot nose. Um, oh, some people are worth melting for. Some people, okay. That You jumped me for that line. Good job. <laughs> Great line. Um, yeah, it actually made Olaf relevant, actually. Yeah. yeah which is kind of cool. Yeah, he's not just like a comic relief at this point. He's actually important because he did something good. Yeah, besides sing. And then he like tells her that Kristoff loves her, but then he kind of goes back on it. He's yeah. like, maybe I was wrong. <laughs> maybe <'Cause> he left. <laughs> and then he says, riding across the fjord like a valiant, pungent reindeer king. <laughs> Wait, maybe he doesn't love you. <laughs> he's coming oh, yeah. back. Yeah, he's coming. <laughs> he doesn't love you enough to leave you. Yeah, man, I just love Josh Gad like a lot. And what he does. Yeah. He's so good. And so then Disney, in this scene, Disney goes the double bluff and you think that uh, Kristoff's going to be the one that gives her true love's kiss and and breaks the curse. Yeah. But once again, not today. We were wrong. Yeah. Honestly, at that point I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm shattered, but this would be better still than having the obvious, like, you know, true love's kiss thing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, yeah, I was yeah. like, gonna be okay with it, and then they do me one better. So yeah, Anna walks out on the ice, and everybody's out on the ice at this point. Everybody relevant, at least. Yeah. Everybody relevant, and Hans goes full bad guy now. Oh with yeah. A sword, gonna kill someone. Sword drawn. Elsa's out there. She bursts through the walls of her dungeon um, with her OP ice powers, and yeah, so they're all out there. The, the winds are swirling. You can't really see anything. And then Hans tells Elsa that Anna is dead. And Elsa... which, which isn't really a lie. He could have assumed she had died by then. Um, yeah, so devastated. Elsa just kind of falls to the ground and everything just kind of stops and is still. Kristoff's running towards Anna. Mm-hmm. Anna looks to her left and sees... Chris or sees uh, Hans about to strike, her strike down, down mm. Elsa, and and she has to choose: uh, Do I save myself or save my sister? Do I save myself or do I save my sister? Is what she is, battles, and she she jumps in front, blocks the sword of Hans. Sword shatters. Sword shatters, and the last breath of warm oh. air goes out. Yeah, that's rough. That's a rough thing to say. I thought that was beautifully mm. done. Honestly, that's hard. Like. How they did that moment, I thought was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then everything was still again, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it gets a little weird. Um, I don't know how you feel about the resolution of how she figures out how to unfreeze everything because I'm not a huge fan of that. What do you think of that, Zane? I I actually don't mind it because I think it's all just kind of an allegory for. Uh, Elsa's emotional control like as soon as she, as long as she's not kind of repressing anything mm-hmm. she can control what happens but as soon as she's repressing something all those emotion all those repressed emotions are gonna do magic 
for her and it'll just come bursting out. Um, I think it is simplistic, but it's Disney, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, I forgive them because <laughs> I, I, was, I was really impressed with this Hans Christoph Elsa moment mm-hmm. uh, that chain of events that kind of like, okay, I think we can calm that down. And I'm really happy with the trailer for the second film uh, because it looks like they're going to explore Elsa exploring yeah. her powers a bit more. So mm-hmm. it's not just like her OP powers are now fully under her control. Uh, it's more just like she has, she's learned how to undo the damage that that one instance of damage that she did. Uh, you know, it is, it is, it is easy, but <laughs> it's Disney. So it is a kid's movie. So I think yeah. we can. Yeah. Uh, it's just the way yeah. that she, she's, you know, it's like, well, and it, I love you. And she, and Elsa's reply is, of course, <laughs> love, <laughs> and then boom, everything right, but, is back to normal. But the simplicity makes up, like, is made up by the fact that it's not true love's kiss uh-huh. from a her yeah. boy toy. Yeah. yeah, they're trying to ex- explain to the audience how that worked, how 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 Anna is now still alive and unfrozen. And the ironic thing is, it's an it's an act of true love that she performs. Yeah, not the not yeah, that, not that to is her. performed to her or or with her i suppose but um but yeah so that's pretty cool Uh, i loved that kind of change and then we hear bully i don't know that's what they that's technically it's v-u-e-l-e-l-i-e is what the name of the kind of theme song is that music comes back from the very beginning um it's summer again and and now the 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 fjord kind of melts and goes back and melts extremely quickly very quickly, you know, for must have been hot for runtime, you know. <laughs> <laughs> magic, 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 magic. Um, OP. <laughs> no, so that kind of ends our our plot. We have some kind of outstanding uh, downward falling motion. To yep, he gets a new sled. He gets a new sled. I mean, we see they kiss a little. We see the Duke of Weasel Town taking. You know, he's <laughs> le- he has to, he gets escorted off, and they say they're no no, no longer doing, doing any doing any business. business with him. And um, we see Hans get thrown in, and they tell him has to go back to his brothers. <laughs> he's got to go deal with his brothers. And, wow, how what a what a punishment. Darn. Darn. Darn, you're still rich. <laughs> I mean, his brothers might be awful. Who knows? Doesn't matter. He's still rich. <laughs> yeah. So so that happens. So honestly, I think that opens it. That, as the resolution there, kind of opens it up for Hans to be involved with the second movie as well, if he needs to be. There's no reason he shouldn't be. Uh, or there's no reason he can't be, I guess. I guess, yeah. Because, you know, he just got sent back. It's not like he was... Killed. Killed or imprisoned or... Or banished to the Cave of Wonders for 10,000 years. Anyway. Um, I do not want a Hans redemption story. <laughs> yeah. No, we don't need any of that. Nobody nobody wants that. Nobody got time for that. <laughs> so, But yeah. yeah, so resolution. They give a flurry to to Olaf. <laughs> My own personal flurry. And, and you kind of see the, the, the town of Arendelle, you know, start back to, to go back to normal. Start to Appreciate accept Elsa for, Elsa for powers. And that's kind of how we end it is her making like a... An ice rink in the courtyard, and everybody's yeah. skating on it. <laughs> and, and some and in the skates, be... and some not. not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it'd be really odd getting prepared for that event, just walking around on cobblestones in your ice skates, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> just trusting that the queen's going to turn it into a into a skating rink soon. <laughs> yep, that's but, amazing. 
Not hard for, for Anna, apparently. Elsa. Trusty. <laughs> oh, yeah, Anna. Anna's the truster. Truster, because she's homeschooled. <laughs> so that wraps it up. Good movie. Um, I guess, so we've done a lot of making fun of Frozen and some parts that didn't make sense, and we've talked about some parts that we like as well. Um, any final statements from you guys? You you guys, you kind of do this in your Disney versus Disney debates, right, with your final statements. Oh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, the debaters each get their final statements, and then I kind of sum up my decision for mm. them. Um, now, Frozen did get knocked out in the first round. Uh, <laughs> Dang. But that's not to say I don't love it. It got knocked out by Atlantis. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. I actually like Atlantis, but that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Again, it comes down to the debaters. But uh, yeah. I, I really like Frozen. And Frozen is kind of, I think, kind of a turning point for Disney. Um because it just got, it was such a phenomenon for everyone singing this song and dressing up like these characters. And also for Disney stepping away from that prince princess marriage at the end uh, storyline. So I think Frozen is a good, and I really hope, I really hope that Frozen 2 does well mm-hmm. in the sense that of carrying on this change in the Disney tropes. Um, because, yeah, I would hate to see Frozen. Kind of diminished by uh, by a, a cash grab, just a cash grab sequel. But um, I have high hopes. Mm-hmm. I think. Wes, you want to go next? Yeah, I think one thing we didn't really talk about that I noticed while watching it is that here's my here's my big takeaway from watching Frozen. My big deep emotional takeaway. Okay. Elsa runs away because she is afraid of how people will perceive her and think of her after they know she has these magical powers, right? And I think, and she thinks about letting go and like songs about hiding from people and hiding herself i think it teaches us to just be ourselves Mm. and to not be afraid and i think that's like i mean perry as college students i think we see this a lot of people just um going along with fitting into society and assuming they're assuming roles are just assigned to them but Mm -hmm. really just be you people are gonna love you regardless and that's what i like about it that was kind of deep yeah you're welcome. <laughs> well, your your points uh, contrast with my points in, in the perfect way that shows exactly how differently we look at movies. <laughs> because when I think of Frozen, uh, well, first of all, I think of the movie that I loved first when watching it. But then once I saw how many seven-year-olds were mm-hmm. just absolutely going crazy with this movie, I stepped back from it because, you know, at the time I was like, 18 or something and it wasn't cool to to like frozen you know at some point though i started i i let it go and and i decided this movie is actually really good and i don't care um and and the reason is because i think just for me it's i mean as the animation kind of junkie it's it's one of the most beautiful looking films um the way it animates snow the way it does the light the i mean you talk about lighting every like Every episode, it seems like, but uh, That's my thing, <laughs> <laughs> and you know the the uh, the music, the 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 theming. I'm huge on theming, which is another big reason I love Princess and the Frog, because they do theming amazingly well. Um, and then the biggest thing for me that makes this one of the top ten, I think, I'm working on a, a comprehensive list of all the Disney animated movies, but I think top ten uh, Disney animated movie of all time is because of the way they use only about an hour and a half and still develop four or five really different complex characters that we feel like we get a sense of we know who they are mm-hmm. pretty well with just limited screen time and you know it gets everybody 
it gives everybody a chance to decide who they relate with more, who they, you know, are you team, are you team Hans, are you team Kristoff, you know, <laughs> or, you know, some people relate more with Elsa, some people are more of an Anna, it's just, it's just very, uh, it's got something for everyone, and uh, I am a huge fan of it, and I watch it at least once or twice a year, I'd say probably about a, a eight and a half out of ten, um, if I'm doing like, like I do my movie reviews, um, so yeah, I'm stoked for Frozen 2, yeah. and I think they have an opportunity to make it into one of the epic sequels, epic like Disney oh. animated films, and by epic I mean mm. like like an epic, like adventure, sure. like action, like tragedy, um, underlying message of OP ice powers, courage, OP ice powers, <laughs> huge battle scene, uh, Mel Gibson comes out of the fire and gives a speech. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, but we'll see. I'm really hopeful, and it's coming out uh, in just a couple weeks. Yeah, as long as I get an Idina solo and a, you're getting an Idina solo, and, a, and, and you're a, getting and a Groff solo, and a Groff solo. That's sure, all I girl. want. I actually don't even need to see the rest of the movie. <laughs> You'll just walk out. Yeah, I'm good. Um, Once I get those, I'm very in, interested to see if Hans comes back. Yeah, me too. If that's if that's the plot I'm gonna, point, I'm I'm predicting Hans will be like a wily e. coyote, like a mean character where he's just trying to get his way still, but just <laughs> remarkably fails cons- consistently. Yeah, so or gonna... he comes in with another princess from another kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> I'm c- currently looking at the full cast list, see if he's on there for Frozen Two. I do see his name on there, Santino Fontana for, as Hans for Frozen Two. It is possible, though. You know, I've seen him. I've seen movies do this before where they may have like some kind of intro that shows yeah, yeah. where characters are now and then you yeah. see Hans for like two seconds. So we'll see. That doesn't really say that he's going to be in it a lot, but it looks like he'll, his voice will be in it at least briefly. Cool. Cool. <laughs> well, that was fun. Thanks for, uh, thanks for being on here, Zane. Yeah, no, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, Any time to talk Disney, and especially a, a, a musical Disney. So <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> have, have a good part, yeah. Then we might just call you back. <laughs> uh, well, um, we I guess we'll be signing out. Yes. Um, so, Zane, I'll be, I will be intently listening to the rest of this Disney versus Disney debate bracket um, and rooting for a goofy movie and Tangled and Aladdin and some oh, of my tangled. other favorites. Oh, Tangled's, Tangled uh, made it back as a, as a wild card, card, correct? Or actually, I haven't. Yeah, Tangled, Tangled did make it back. It, it beat out Monsters Inc., so it is into round three now. Nice. Yeah. Rightly so. All I can say is just remember us whenever you're trying to decide between a goofy movie and its rival <laughs> <laughs> and how elated we would be if it made it farther. <laughs> Uh, well, I will say I I've picked Goofy Movie over the other movies twice now, and both times I have received very stern warnings against doing it again on Facebook. Well, <laughs> these are some very stern warnings to yeah, do I'm, it again. I'm about to get on that Facebook page and start <laughs> warning people, the people who are yeah, warning you. If people have a problem, you can send them to us, okay? Because we're just trying to stand out. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, that's a good pun, Wes. You, you. you were giving me a a dirty look every time I said let it go or well, yours were like bad <laughs> mine was better <laughs> just because it's stand out yes just because only half the people listening got it yeah rather than okay. that <laughs> alright Zane the, we usually sign out this show um, in a specific way so uh, if you don't mind starting us out just, just say just say stay hungry and we'll finish it and we'll finish it stay hungry stay humble and stay hydrated <laughs> <laughs>